Beers and Tears would like to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of the land from which we conduct this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We recognise their continued connection to the land and waterways and sky of this beautiful place, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present, and extend that respect to all First Nations people present today, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. Hello everyone, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I am joined with Felix Lunig yes. and right. the Looming Feelings. Yes. Yes? Correct. Okay, great. Felix Lunig. Where's that origin? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I think it's German. Um, I think it used to be pronounced something else and then Australians couldn't say it, so it became Lunig. I'm not sure what it was before. I like it, yeah. it's nice. Yeah, it does yeah. sound a bit... German. Yeah, yeah. Or something in that. that. Yeah, yeah, something in that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, you released a debut single called Good People. Congrats on that, by Thank the way. You. It sounds amazing. Thank you. Considering it is your debut single, how would you kind of like describe your music and the avenue that you want to take with your music? Hmm. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, it's funny releasing like just one song because I feel like all my songs are quite different. So, yeah. Um, yeah, like I feel like that song's maybe got more of like a classic kind of song structure, like there's clear choruses and a um, bit of like a Beatlesy sort of thing. I think I was li- listening to, um, yeah, like this album Revolver by the Beatles a lot yep. when I recorded that. Cool. So, um, but I think, yeah, I'm sort of... I don't think too much about like what kind of music I'm trying to create. I just kind of stay with the process and then it's not till the end when a song's like complete that I'm like, oh yeah, it sounds like this mm. or that. Um, so yeah, just kind of letting it emerge. But I mean, in terms of like influences, yeah, a lot of like 60s, kind of like Neil Young, Beatles, um, and then yeah, like... Uh, a lot of 90s kind of stuff as well, yeah. like alternative 90s. Cool. Um, that's kind of a big influence, like Radiohead and, yeah. Yeah, nice. Kind of like to collect yeah. bits from everyone. Yeah, I'm yeah. into it. And um, you described the track as like perceiving people as like you people having the desire to be like good in the eyes of other people. Mm. So my question for you is... What do you think that it means to be a good person? Wow, that's a big question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think that's like... The just, whole point I of the song. I think that's just a question for me. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure. Um, but I think the song was kind of speaking to when we get like too caught up in what other people think and, um, yeah, that kind of quest for like moral righteousness and being mm. certain about something um yeah it can kind of lead to a dark place i suppose um and it was also about i guess um yeah sort of wrote it during like lockdown and yeah being in the depths of kind of a mental health crisis and finding it really strange how yeah a lot of people i felt were kind of just pretending everything was fine and there was yeah. kind of this real like 
mask of just smiling while there was like a lot of dark things kind of happening. Um, yeah, I guess like like toxic positivity, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is very interesting. Um, that whole concept of like, I guess if you're looking at it in a more political sense, which I guess it kind of was at the time, is like, you know, these people think they're right these people think they're right and it's like what makes you think that you're like the good the good person in this situation like what makes you think that you're so right yeah so it's like this weird yeah it is interest it's an interesting thought provoking thing because it's like one it's just so dependent on i guess it's subjective to each person yeah totally and And i think it's like yeah if you like really identify as being like a good person you often end up defining someone else as bad Mm. and yeah I really thought that happened a lot last year on all sides of politics like there was this kind of moral righteousness that really divided people in a way that I felt was really unhelpful Mm. so yeah I think the kind of yeah that kind of inspired the song really yeah cool and um yeah did you want to elaborate on kind of the journey of where this song how it started in a songwriting sense going into a musical sense and then kind of going into recording and producing it yeah so i actually liked the process of writing this song because it came really quickly Mm. like usually when i write songs it's like this really slow somewhat like agonizing process of like finding the lyrics and the music and like stewing on it quite a lot but this one just kind of dropped in and just started with like that little riff and then yeah the rest of it just came really quickly i showed it to uh, my band gus and torsten um and they just kind of filled in the rest um so yeah i think there's something i like i really love about the simplicity of songs that come come that way um in the writing process um, yeah, and then recording it, we recorded most of it at our share house in Thornberry, so just in the lounge room, played it live, um, and then did the vocals here. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I'd love to just give a shout out to, yeah, Torsten and Chas, we're at their launch of their recording studio, we Cinnamon are. Sound. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've just been so helpful through the whole process, and yeah, I think they have, like, a really beautiful way of, like, hearing what you're trying to do and then capturing it. Um, and, yeah, it was a really fun process recording it. Like, um, Chas in particular, I think, has this really good, like, intuitive flow in the studio. Like, there's some kind of wacky things we just did spontaneously. Like, um, the outro of the track is from a completely different take. Mm. They just kind of spliced it on the end and somehow it was in the same tempo and just worked. Yeah. Um, so there's like, yeah, some kind of fun little bits of magic that happen with those guys. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I've been having a bit of a geese and it's like very yeah. nicely set this up. This thing is amazing, hey. Yeah. Apparently, um, Chas was telling me Under the Milky Way by the church was recorded on this desk, Really? Which is like, you know... There you go. Yeah, got history in this room with us. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, sick. And I guess, yeah, you touched on um, kind of working with Chaz and Gus and Tosh. And 
yeah, I kind of just wanted to chat about, like, I guess what you look for in someone who's producing your work as well. Um, yeah, I think um, for me, like, like Chas and Tosh really know, like, they're, um, like, all this gear and they're, like, got, like, brilliant ear for hearing stuff and, like, being really particular with sound but they're also like really happy to go with mistakes and like mm. not try and overproduce things. Cool. So like that's what I really love is that they're kind of willing to go with like the rawness of the music and not try and um, yeah, not try and make it perfect. Because yeah. I think a lot of the music I really love has that like it leans into the vulnerability of not being too polished. Um, so I think that's something I definitely look for is like. Yeah, because I, I think that's often where the music, ha- like the magic of music happens is like the moments you're not expecting something or like you do something totally different in one take and then you suddenly hear the song in a whole new way. Yeah. So I think, yeah, in terms of collaborating, like being with people who are like open to that kind of emergent quality that sometimes happens when you're jamming or recording. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does make sense, yeah. yeah. I agree. I think that, like, I think it's also a technology thing. Like, we have all this, tech, like, new technology that makes everything sound so refined and, mm. like, perfect or yeah. however, whatever the word you want to call it. And it's really interesting because, like, sometimes that's just not what people are going for. Like, that really crisp sound is not everybody's cup of tea. So it's interesting that... Yeah. You would prefer something, yeah. It's and it's also sound. It's nice to hear that you can work with mistakes and not just be like, "Fuck, this is a screw up," and we hate this. And to actually utilize that and be like, "This is actually something that could create the song," and it's not a predicted. Oh, this we're going to go into the studio and create this, and this is what's going to happen. It's kind of just like, yeah, yeah like you mentioned, yeah, yeah. that kind of flow. Yeah, it's like softening that voice of, like, the inner critic, which is always, Mm. like, it's not quite what right or, like, it's not perfect or, like, to kind of just let go of that and allow, like, a song to be what it is. Like, for me, that's really what's most interesting. And, yeah, like, like, I don't listen to music to be like, oh, is that, like, bass perfectly mixed or, like, I listen to, well, like, Mostly the bands I really like, I think, lean into their vulnerability and their, um, yeah, that rawness in the creative process. And you hear it in the recordings, like those moments, like the voice cracks up a little bit or is a bit out of tune or like, I really love that stuff. So, yeah, it's been really cool working with these guys because, yeah, I think they get that and I feel really comfortable, um, yeah, to be more myself in the studio yeah nice cool we would like to take a short break to thank our sponsors bodriggy brewing we all know how much i love a sour here at beers and tears and with bodriggy's hazy and tangy fuzzy dance explosion we can all have a boogie a soured tropical ale dances across the palate bursting with candied mango and pineapple tones while a subtle yeast funk provides the baseline we consider it the all-rounder good time sour so celebrate those spring days with a fuzzy dance yeah, what have you kind of been listening to at the moment? What are your, like, yeah. recommendations? Oh, um, there's a band, Big Thief, I've oh, been really loving. Love. Um, 
yeah, they're just really special. Something about Adriana and Lenka and the whole energy of that collaboration. Um, yeah, I've been loving them. Um, K Tempest, uh, kind of like hip hop from the UK. Okay, cool. Just like not the music I create, but um, lyrically and stuff, really powerful. Um, and then I'm always like going back to like what a '90s stuff. Like uh, been listening to Pavement a little bit. Interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, and like I don't know. There's always so much going on in Melbourne. I went out to the Black Jesus Experience the other night. So What's it's that? Like a big Ethiopian kind of jazz band. Oh, sick! Um, yeah, I think it's something I've been exploring more. Is yeah, the African music in Melbourne. Mm. It's really cool, like uh, Senegambian jazz band as well. Yeah, cool. Um, it's really like interesting rhythms and something I've found with a lot of African music is it's very like inclusive, like when you're at those gigs like you feel really included and brought in it's not like there's a performer and then there's an audience it's yeah like this big soup of good energy so, yeah yeah i've been really enjoying that kind of music cool yeah. i'd have to go check one of those shows out that yeah, sounds awesome definitely recommend. yeah i love one of those i love those kinds of shows where you just like it's like a collective energy of like there's just this back because sometimes you go to a gig and like there's like not a weird energy, but everyone's like kept to themselves, yeah, yeah. and it's just like there for like I want to watch this music and then I'm gonna go home. Yeah. But then like as soon as that switches to what you were talking about, that like kind of collective, every that guard goes down of like, can I approach this person? Can yeah. this happen? Like what's going on? It's kind of just like this big everybody's like getting yeah. together, and it's so fun when that happens because yeah, I feel that's like that's really like well for me what music is all about yeah. you know like it's like brings people together totally like, and it doesn't matter what the music is like it could be like bringing people together in grief or happiness or anger or anything but yeah. as long as it's like a shared collective experience like they're the gigs i really love yeah and yeah i know what you mean by like when that's not happening i i went out to like see a dj like the week before and yeah, it was a terrible night. It was just like, <laughs> like, everyone was just kind of in their own little, like, me bubble. Yeah. And it was like that very, like, cool Melbourne scene. Totally. Which is just a bit like, I don't know, it's like, loosen up, guys, come on. Yeah, it's just this, like, post-COVID getting out and just, yeah. like, that weird awkwardness. Yeah. But also, like, I don't really think that's the case. I feel like it's always been that kind of... Yeah, you just go to a gig and you're kind of not thinking about, like, well, I mean, that's kind of just life. I guess sometimes you just go about your life and you're not really thinking about, like, what's, like, the greater. It's just, like, you're just doing what you're doing. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. main focus. Yeah, yeah. And so sometimes I think that other, whatever's, hold, like, stopping the in-between, whatever's, like, holding you back from doing what you're doing and, like, looking at what's going on around you and, like, creating this community that kind of gets, like, knocked down in yeah, some of yeah. those environments where there's, like, just powerful music that gets everyone, mm. like, around it. Mm. That's really, yeah, that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. So, I, yeah, I do love going to those gigs. I feel like, yeah, it's like that rootsy, that roots music, that kind of 
draws that out of people, yeah. I think. I think there's, like, certain rhythms and things that, like, it speaks to a really deep part of us, which, like, gets us moving and, like, yeah. that, breaking that little bubble into, yeah, the bigger space of, like, the Wii space or whatever. Mm. Yeah. It'd be interesting to kind of look into, like, the history of that and, like, yeah. your ancestors and, like, what that has to do with that feeling because there is that like feeling within you that sometimes you can just listen to something and you're like fuck like I can't help myself right now we're all doing this right now like I don't care what you all think we're all getting around this right now I'm getting over my ego and I'm gonna dance yeah (laughs) exactly so yeah Yeah. it would be so interesting to look into that the history of that that really fascinates me about music is like what rhythms and what harmonies and what melodies kind of bring out parts of our human nature Mm. that are like you know have always been there and they kind of I guess that's really what music does is it gives us access to things we've always felt and always being a part of being a human Mm. Um, it's just like some some musicians are like particularly gifted at kind of evoking it in us yeah Yeah. I think it's also just like that that thing of like your speaking or like making sounds that are like your truest sounds to Mm. you as well because I feel like in a way people like society and people are like conditioned to like once again do that whatever you think is good or whatever you think Mm. is right Mm. and that might not necessarily be what's actually like needs to come out of you and like going into making music or like whatever um it like it's not necessarily sometimes about what is right it's just what feels right and what needs to yeah. come out which is that interesting dynamic as well yeah it might be just like a really out of tune scream that needs to come out yeah if that's authentic like that's great to me it's yeah it's that idea of like what does a good musician sound like or something that really can block the creative process for me mm. and like yeah i i often get into that way of thinking and then just can't write music so I think it's, yeah, putting that idea of good and bad down and just trying to be present with whatever wants to come out. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. And, yeah, well, I kind of want to go back on this space and, like, what you think this space means to you and the community, kind of touching on that community topic and, like, Mm. I guess what this space holds and the potential for, yeah, the community who are going to be kind of coming in and using it. Yeah, well... I mean, I think just practically it's so well set up. Like, um, yeah, Tosh and Chas have invested a lot of, like, energy and time and um, really great gear and they're just, like, a wealth of knowledge when it comes to sound production. Um, and I think for the community, like, yeah, it's a really welcoming um, space to create from. Yeah, And see. I think, yeah, that's such a big part of the recording process is feeling comfortable in the studio and like having the studio just in someone's backyard you can just kind of go outside and lie on the grass in the sun for a bit Mm. and come back in record it's yeah i think it's like conducive to being in a good creative flow yeah recording cool Um, yeah so i'm I'm really excited to see what they do with it and who else records here yeah Yeah. Yeah. sick and have you been working on new music or have you been doing other... Yeah. What have you been up to? Well, I've got, like, probably an album's worth 
like semi recorded. Cool. Need to do like vocals on most of the tracks still, but it's kind of on the way. Um, yeah, it's like I've kind of put music on the back burner actually for the last couple of years. Um, been doing a bunch of other stuff, but I do kind of like, yeah, coming into summer and stuff, feel quite excited to be exploring music again. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully an album at some point. Interesting. Definitely a few singles to come. Um, yeah. Yeah, just stay open to see what emerges. Yeah, nice. Why would you not release an EP? I think there's just something about albums I still really love. Yeah. Like this cohesive story of a time in your life or a thing. Like, um, yeah, it's such a big part of my life is certain albums. Totally. What they mean to me. So, yeah, I think it's just wanting to be a part of that kind of, yeah yeah i, I think, think to hold so. a record would be so satisfying so, yeah. yeah it's been a um evolving topic on the podcast is mm. eps and albums and like mm. whether people feel like and the whole album thing is dying or not um which i kind of don't think so anymore i did at the start and now i think i've switched because there's more albums coming out now and I'm like, okay, people are actually yeah. doing this and it's, yeah, definitely a story yeah. to be told within an album. I'm definitely a big fan of the, yeah, listening to music consciously, like sitting down and listening to an album all the way through. Mm. Like, I think in a time where there's so much distraction and our attention is, you know, constantly being pulled in different places to, instead of going with that, actually consciously being like, no, I'm going to create something that's long and is asking people yeah. to pay attention. Um, because otherwise I think, yeah, everything just becomes shorter and shorter and like the, the power of like longer form pieces of art gets lost. So yeah. I think there's, yeah, I think I just really value that quality of an album to take you on a journey and totally yeah, to stay with it. Yeah, and I think it's, like, you admire a good album when it's done very well. Like, mm. I think for a while I was, like, listening to good albums but just not what I was, like, looking for. And I think when you find those albums that really are, like, you can tell the journey that it goes on and mm. the songs are, like, you can tell that they've been thought to blend into mm. one another and like there's like a whole deeper process to like how the album was created i think that sends me into like a deeper appreciation of albums in general as well yeah yeah absolutely yeah the the, the placement of tracks it's quite a fun thing to kind of go through in your mm. mind i think like the sequence is part of the creative process yeah yeah for sure and you're playing a gig at I the am, retreat yeah. coming up. The first up. time in like two years. So wow, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. And what? Well, what are you most keen for? The rock and roll. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, just being amongst people again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Playing with, um, supporting my friend's album launch. Jesse Bear and the Just Rights. Cool. So I actually just listened to their album. They released it a couple of days ago um, on the drive over here. It's really cool. It's like very soulful blues. So cool. looking forward to that as well. 
Sick. Yeah. And is it going to be, are you doing solo or are you doing band? Uh, band, yes. Looming feelings. Will fun. Be present. Oh yeah. my God. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's going to be fun. So November 17th. November 17th. Cool. At the retreat. Amazing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, hope to see you there. Yeah. Love to see you there. Incredible. Well, usually I do a cheers at the end of oh. the episodes. Got a beer. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> there was beers, but where were the tears? I know. Well, we didn't have any tears oh. today. It was. It's a good day, yeah.